Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Believe in UCLA football podcast. We'll be here with a new episode for you right after this quick note. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wager, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Believe in UCLA football podcast. My name is James Williams, a reporter and editor for the Orange County Register and the Southern California News Group. And as always, I'm joined here by my co-host, former UCLA linebacker, Josh Woods. Josh, what's going on, man? You know, I love when we have guests on, but like this guy, I would say one of the most underrated athletes UCLA football has ever had, and mm-hmm. my first Roommate at UCLA, my boy Nate wow. Mills. I did uh, not know that. I did not know yes. that. Yes, you know, sir. I was, I was thinking about that when I was coming out here. Like, damn, Josh was really my first roommate, man, coming into college. Which, but thank you which, for the honor. Which makes sense because um, I was excited to have Nate on, and for me, this is a treat because um, some of the earliest guys, like high school guys, I covered in the inland area were Nate Metters and Josh Woods. And I'm like, what year were they? Were they the same year? <laughs> I couldn't remember. So I looked it up. And Josh, did you know that Nate is actually, just, despite the fact we've had several other UCLA guys on here, he's the first guy from your class, 2015, that we've had on here? Mm. I didn't know that. I, I really didn't know you guys were in the same class. I it's, had forgotten it's a great about it. It's a great way to start it. But, I like it. But that's yeah. That's, a, that's today's fun fact. <laughs> I was like, I was like, we've had. I feel like every yeah, every guy we had has usually been yeah, a Josh little. Always like, been the old dog, yeah. Yeah, I've been the older <laughs> guy. Uh, and then I miss Josh Kelly, who kind of was our class, but didn't come yeah. in with us. That's so true. I guess yeah, true. did it really mm-hmm. count? And then yeah, everybody else has been yeah after us. It's pretty weird. Goes by, wow. goes by fast, doesn't it? it oh, time does. flew. Time. Oh my goodness, bro! It's been time what flew. five years? Five years since. Yeah, and I gauge uh, it, and I, I gauge me. when we first stepped yeah. on. I gauge when we first stepped on by how old my little sister is because she was born yeah. two before me and Nate enrolled in the spring. Oh wow! So it's baby, it's been man. it's been it's been <laughs> eight eight years since me and Nate met her first stepped on campus, which is it's crazy to That's think crazy. Like we we coming up on a decade. It's <laughs> it's mind blowing. I don't like to talk about it, bro. It's kind of creepy, man. Hey, I just had my. Uh... 10 years since I graduated high school, I think. I think maybe I'm on like year 11 now, and that's crazy. So y'all probably aren't that far behind. Um, <laughs> so again, as I was kind of looking up um, some stuff on Nate, and I was kind of going back in the time capsule a little bit because I was looking up old articles from the San Bernardino Sun and all this other good <laughs> stuff. Um, wow. and, and we'll start uh, with Nate. Nate, I'm, I'm curious to know about your decision to go to UCLA. I believe your two finalists, based on what I read, was Notre Dame. And UCLA. I remember Boise State was in the mix for a little bit. I think you had Cal in the mix. Uh, why was UCLA the place for you? 
Man, the funny thing is, man, I was I was really Notre Dame, um, like all the way up okay. until the morning of actually. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah, I was because the 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 recruiter there, uh, rest in peace. I can't remember his name right now, but <clears throat> he passed away. It was an older guy, DB coach uh, at Notre Dame. Um, he was a really cool dude, man. And I, my visit was cool. I just didn't like the weather, man. It was terrible. And then uh, <laughs> Coach Me, you know, the recruiting guys, they came and got me, man. They were awesome, bro. I, I loved UCLA. It was just a matter of did I want to stay close to home. And, you know, I woke up that morning, the day I announced where I was going. I was, I just felt UCLA going going through me that morning, man. Because wow. my parents thought I was going Notre Dame, too. And then I got up there. It was like, yeah, I'm going to UCLA. It was like the best decision ever. Okay. So, which is kind of funny because, and not that my opinion or prediction mattered then or now, but I could have sworn the whole time you were going to UCLA. Um, Cause I remember, I don't know who you, you got done playing, but you, I think, you know, you, you wiped somebody off the field and I remember talking to you after. And then, and I was like, what offers you have? Or I said something like that. And you're like, I'm going, like, I just got offered to UCLA, but I haven't told anybody yet. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say I was the first person you told, but like, I remember you saying like, I haven't told anybody yet. So pretty much like, don't tweet it yet. So I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, and I think, I don't know if that was like your first big offer, like outside of Boise state at the time, but it was kind of mm-hmm. then I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. I was like, I think, I think UCLA is going to be it. So I don't know. I had UCLA in the back of my mind for you the whole time, but yeah. I was kind of surprised here. Um, what, what is the trip to Notre Dame? Like outside of the weather, what, what kind of, <laughs> what kind of popular venues or places are they trying to show you out there compared to, what Westwood is uh, for UCLA. Mm. I mean, there's no comparison, <laughs> but um, I mean, first, when you land, you land in Chicago, you have to drive out there to South mm. Bend, which sucked. You're just looking <laughs> at it. Like it was during the winter. Like you're just looking at a bunch of like dead trees going through. Um, sounds like, like we just, well, it sounds like Marino yeah, Valley actually. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So we, um, we just, uh, we just went out, man. We went to like a couple college parties it was cool like this the party scene wasn't really you know the reason why i wanted to go there was more Mm -hmm. so just like you know how well known they were for football and the you know the trajectory i felt like they were going Mm -hmm. um but it it was it was a cool visit i had a good time it was just too cold man That, that that was the thing that turned me off the most to be honest and uh how influential at all was was josh during the process obviously you guys were were the same year. Did you guys know each other? Were you guys aware of each other? I mean, you guys are pretty close. You guys are in the IE. When is the first time you guys even met? Probably officials. Yeah. I feel like, mm -hmm. and like our official weekend, it was a lot of like the guys that ended up were like, we're committed and um, we're going to sign. So like, but that was our our officials were like our first time. Like all of us being together at one time, like Mm -hmm. I think it was like all, it was a majority, all the defensive players, in our class mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. all the dbs so it's nate mm-hmm. octo will lockett will. deshaun holiday deshaun. colin samuel <laughs> Man. me uh kls and then roquan smith yeah every Damn, time he, he, say was, roquan, he was on that visit yeah. every time he says roquan, <laughs> roquan smith i i like cringe a little bit because cringe, i know huh? that was yeah. one of josh's uh biggest failures there but uh no that one was that not okay it's not it's not on you mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. That I'm that like, one was that one was strictly the coaches that had nothing yeah. to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was wasn't the, one of the guys I hosted. That no, that because we were both on our unofficials yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's but, true, that's true. but yeah, that I was know. yeah me and me and Nate's first time uh, meeting, and then a few week 
like what probably like a few months later we were roommates yeah roommates the next yeah that was the first time we met but i I kept you know i i knew about josh just because you know he was one of those he was one of those guys in the ie man you know light skin (laughs) running back running around crazy you know i'm like who is this guy bro um that's my first impression but you know he was a baller man so it was like (laughs) The same thing with Nate. That's like, like yeah, people yeah. don't know. Like Nate was Nate was cold at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, man. I feel like it, he almost like an I legend in that sense that you should like yep. never like unless fans were looking that up and even NFL fans like wouldn't know. But Nate was like a Lamar Jackson in high school type yeah. guy, where you know athlete making people miss, you know, all that. To, so to be honest, like every time I think about Nate or. I'm like looking at articles. None of it is ever about him playing defense. I don't remember him ever playing defense. I was surprised when he went to like it was defense because I'm like, no, he's a quarterback. Like that's all I ever knew him as. So Mm -hmm. I was kind of surprised that was there any talk at UCLA at all to to play quarterback or to get involved in on offense at all or. You know, man, quarterback, it was unlikely. You know, you know, Mm -hmm. the guy we had coming in our same class, man, we came in together, the chosen one. Uh, sure. <laughs> but honestly, like coach me told me, like, there's a possibility I could play offense, but he, he sees me playing, you know, corner safety. Mm-hmm. Um, looking back, man, I honestly regret it. Like not trying to really play both sides. Cause like, wow. I mean, that was what I did like growing up, man. But it was like, once I went to defense, it was just like, okay, I'm, I'm in every play, you know, I'm, I'm getting to, you know, make plays all the time. It's a little different on the other side at, at the college level, but yeah, man, I just that, – that's one thing I wish I did more of was play a little more offense, man, coming into college. But that was probably, honestly yeah, – it's the defensive coaches that were the ones that were shutting it down, though. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true. No, that's Because true. there was a lot You're of right. times Coach You're Foster right. Coach Foster right. would be uh, saying, like, mm-hmm. want, yeah, like, like come get some come get some some carries, like, come, whatever. Mm-hmm. And Coach Scott White would, like, shut that down immediately. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, he's not – he's done with that. It's over with. Yeah, so, yeah. We're, it, we're on I'm saying – because offense, you know, they like right. doing, you know, trickery and, you know, mm-hmm. using whatever we had times they had mm-hmm. um, Ishmael Adams going to offense, you know, uh, Miles Jack, of course, in situations like that. But mm-hmm. at a certain point, yeah, the defensive coaches were holding us back. They were. No, they were. It's okay, though. One thing I found impressive, too, looking up – um, your kind of your UCLA career, Nate, was you played four straight years, no redshirt, mm-hmm. if I'm mistaken. Um, mm-hmm. How was that just kind of getting thrown? I mean, you're at San G, which like, at least for me, my perception, that is not one of the bigger schools in the IE. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, here you are, you're getting some reps on special teams. I think you had two starts that year um, mm-hmm. as a defensive back for UCLA as a true freshman, but you were out there from the jump. There's no uh, getting to learn the playbook process for you. How, how was that like to just kind of jump right in? Honestly, man, like, like I had a, like coming in, I had a really good spring brawl. Like I thought I was for sure going to be playing, but mm-hmm. then I, I went into fall camp kind of like, you know, kind of was like, yeah. So I ended up, you know, not playing a good chunk of the season, but then towards okay. the end of the season, man, you know, injuries end up happening staying ready you know I, I was working my way on special teams and then um I believe it was Marcus Rios that in you know Fabe got hurt first Fabian got hurt first and then uh Marcus Rios got hurt versus Colorado then they threw me in there into the, the game bro I ended up getting that that game clinching pick man and then I was in there from from there bro they just kept me rolling so um yeah man 
Yeah. I mean, but that that's a that's a learning lesson for any football player, right? It's like make the most of your opportunities because it, it only takes one opportunity Man. like that to change your whole and just the way maybe they even they kind of perceive you or they it's kind of that first introduction like yeah like i can get on the field i can make plays so yeah yeah man it was um i'll always remember it man because like that week we all we, we talked about this certain route concept they ran um it was like it was spread two would be on one would be off twos would run a vertical and then ones would run a comeback so i seen one was off it was like I forget the down and distance, but it was like third and second and 10, third and 10. I'm like, oh, it's comeback. So I'm going back. I see it. I go, bro. It was like crazy, bro. I still like vividly remember that moment in my head. But yeah, honestly, it's just you never know when your moment's going to come, man. So stand ready. So you ain't got to get ready. I was like, I, I remember when I think when you burned your shirt. Mm-hmm. On the punt, oh, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah. like, bro, you like, you sure you want to burn it right now? Like, what's no, you, you in? Yeah, it's and then coming it's back. Yeah, yeah, that joint lit. I mean, yeah, what? Like, yeah. if he decides he doesn't want to, what do you go and you tell coach? Like, you don't want to, or uh, it's like, kind of like you, you kind of go. <laughs> and and that was when, as soon as you like one snap, your shirt was gone. Like, it's not like oh, now yeah. where you it was, can, yeah. where you can like. You could play like four games, three or four games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. like you could play the full game. It'd be like, oh, now I'm redshirt. Like, no. It, back then it was so you stepped on that field, your shirt. It's gone. There was like, it was like if it would happen in the first, there'd be there was like one thing. It was like if it happened, I think if you got hurt and before a certain percentage of the season, mm-hmm. you could get your red shirt without it counting mm-hmm. as a medical. But that was like mm-hmm. the only thing, and Nate was out there more than that. At a certain point, like, yeah, I got, yeah, it was over. Yeah, so <laughs> well, I mean, it it worked out for you. I think you you had a decision where you probably could have come out early if you wanted to, right? Oh man, yeah. <laughs> what what man. do you do? You regret? Do you wish you did? Honestly, I, I I do regret, man, staying. Um, like, of course, getting my degree um mm-hmm. was a big part of the reason why I wanted to stay. I mean, I'm not regretful of that. But I think in terms of my football career, like, I think the season I had my junior year, I would have got, I think I would have had a better chance <clears throat> um, in the NFL after my junior year rather than after my senior year. Because, um, like, my senior year, man, was a rough year for me. It was a lot going on. The coaching changes, man. Like, everything is changing. Um, you know, when coaches bring their guys in, and you're an older guy, they want to bring their younger guys and get them burned. It's like, man, why like why are we doing this when we're when we're established here already and we have mm-hmm. people here that are, you know, ready to ball, but you know, that's that's in terms of, you know, whatever happens with college football and, and switches and stuff. But yeah, man, it's it's something I regret, you know, <clears throat> in terms of on the football field, but I think, you know, of course getting your degree is the the main reason why, you know, we wanted to go to UCLA in the first place. So, um, but yeah, man, definitely some regret in my heart after that junior year not leaving. And where, uh, just for the, the people listening, where are you playing now? Cause you, I know you've been to several NFL teams. Uh, the mm-hmm. last I saw you were with an XFL team, uh, mm-hmm. just catch us up. Where are you at now? Yeah, man. Uh, so technically I'm still with the battle Hawks, um, XFL, mm-hmm. um, uh, the second to last game of the season, I had a high ankle sprain. Um, that was my first time actually ever getting a high ankle sprain, and it's it's no joke Terrible. to deal with. 
Terrible. I, bro, I, I didn't realize how bad it was until I actually got this injury, and it's something that's, like, ridiculous, man. It, it lingers, you know, mm-hmm. and I got – actually, after the season, I got invited to um, Buffalo Bills camp, man. I think I saw that, um, man. Wasn't healthy, bro. I just tried to go out there, you know, take advantage of the op. I wasn't mm. healthy, man, to get out there. But, you know, I've been rehabbing for the last month, about six weeks now, man. So uh, I feel good, ready to go. Now it's just a matter of, you know, another opportunity coming. You know, training camp is coming around for the NFL. So um, that's what I'm I'm waiting on to get another opportunity in the NFL. But if I don't, I'll be doing another year of the XFL. So Okay, for sure. Um, and how how different are some of those rules? Because I know, like, what is I think the kickoff is kind of crazy. Is is there like some sort of adjustment that you have to make, or is it still just kind of ball at the end of the day? Mm, nah, man, it's just ball. It's just you know, it's it's some rules are a little different. Like the ki- I actually liked how the kickoff and the kickoff return. I, I, I like the kickoff rule, mm-hmm. bro. Because like when you're a tackle or a guard on KOR, bro, and like you're running oh. back and then you turn around and you have to block like a six, three, <laughs> two forty, like four, like yeah. that's not for me, you know, like that's, <laughs> that's not, <laughs> that's not, I'll do my job, but like, that's, that's not for me, bro. So, you know, being able to set up five yards and they're right there, like that, mm-hmm. that eliminated a lot of stress. So um, really not too much different, but I did like, like the, the overtime rules and like the, you know, the end of the game, how we actually won a game was um, we were down, um, first, our first game, San Antonio, we were down by a lot. We came back into the game, like we score. And then instead of like kicking it onside, you can go for a fourth and 15. So okay. instead of kicking it onside, we go for the fourth and 15. We get it. We go down, score, win the game. It was like, I think I remember seeing, I think I remember hearing about it. I, I watched yeah, that one. Probably, and, yeah. and like the extra, you guys, the extra point, you can get up to what, oh, three? The extra point, yeah, you get up to three. You get, uh, I think mm-hmm. one is from like the normal, like two yard line, two and a half yard line. Mm-hmm. Two is uh, the five, and then three is three points is from the 10 yard line. Yeah. It's cool stuff, man. It's actually fun. I had a great time out there. Uh, speaking of differences, something that I've asked Josh and probably some of the, yeah. the other guys we've had on the team is, uh, what is the difference between Mora and Chip Kelly? <laughs> what are some of the differences and maybe in what way or how are they alike? Um, like in all honesty, I would say that Coach Mora is more of a player friendly, like check in on you. How are you doing? Like know your family, know you, you know, uh, definitely more of a a hard discipline guy. And Chip is I wouldn't say he's not a really player coach, but he's like fundamental and he's just a great coach overall, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of execution and knowing how to take care of players and knowing how to win, obviously, with his, you know, with all of his accomplishments. So I just think the biggest thing for me was just, you know, going from a coach like Coach Moore, who's all for his players and all about his players, to a coach that, you know, even though I was an older guy, I just felt like I wasn't. Um, I wasn't a part of the plan, you know, so it kind of, you know, <clears throat> had an effect. I felt like it had an effect on how my senior year went, but, you know, I, 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 I love both coaches. I, I had a great time with both coaches. Um, nothing wrong with either or it was just for me, um, having a better relationship with coach Moore rather than coach Kelly. And you definitely don't have a transfer portal option <laughs> the way no. these guys do now, right? No, man. They're in and out everywhere, bro, nowadays. It's crazy. Trust I'm me. Saying, I got to keep track of it. It just got it, better. It's crazy. 
<laughs> it just mm -hmm. everything everything got better once we once we Man, the nil and then i was best oh my if mm -hmm. we had i'm wondering what my nl nil would have been back then boy Ooh, boy, boy we that. was we was yeah. struggling in that dorm i tell you yeah in the dorm but you don't play like y'all weren't eating good no 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 no. i, I mean like at first but when you're on your own at, like yeah 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 but like me and they's first like quarter though we really understood, like, damn, like, we really don't, we're not yeah. getting money like that. We, mm -hmm. we, because that was before you even got paid to be in the dorm. So, like, our only money if you got FAFSA, oh, if you didn't get FAFSA, you didn't get mm -hmm. anything. You didn't get Jack. But luckily, oh. I was getting FAFSA. So that, I was getting FAFSA too. You mm -hmm. know, once that came, I was in, on FAFSA was, too. That decent, FAFSA money, you know, <laughs> that was, that was a good day when it hit. Once that, once that came, man, man, we were good, man. But everything else, yeah, it was, it was tough out there. Okay, well then, so how are you guys as roommates? Who was the one, maybe, like, who was doing the cooking? Who was cleaning? Like, what was the dynamic? Um, of, of Was it just you two or as the roommates, or were there other people? Because now I think they're, like, a couple couple teammates deep in some of these dorms. But Because now they stay in off-campus housing apartments, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that situation is different because I think it's, like, uh, each each apartment is, like, two, two bedrooms, two beds yeah. in each room. They have a kitchen, mm -hmm. a living room, all that. When me and Nate went in, like almost everybody because uh you weren't getting money our first quarter you didn't get money for where you lived unless you lived off and if you lived mm -hmm. off it wasn't enough to really live so mm -hmm. almost everybody lived in the dorms like yeah like older guys were still in the dorms because it didn't make oh, sense damn. to live off whatever but mm -hmm. me and nate were in a were in a uh, like a one room one bathroom like two bed situation like a typical, like what you would typical. think of TV dorm. Right. Like that was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My, like my bed along this wall, Nate's bed mm -hmm. along that wall. Like we both have desk, closet, bathroom. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Wake up, look over, Josh right there. Like, yeah. Man. Like, <laughs> it's <laughs> no dark. Separation. Like, oh, we got to go straight to practice. And it's yeah. like when me and Nate came in too, like coming in spring quarter, it was really just me and Nate. Like we had all the man. same classes. Like, mm -hmm. Our same schedule, yeah. same lift. So like we yeah. had each other, like, but that's yeah. all we had. I remember mm -hmm. at one point, like, I didn't, I didn't understand the, the dining hall situation. And like at first, I don't think they did either, because we were only eating at late night. Like we would eat in the um, student union, for mm -hmm. like lunch or whatever, and then we would eat. Uh, we we only eat at late night, which only didn't open till like what nine. Nine. Mm -hmm. Something like that. And then I remember one day Nate was like, oh, I went during the day. And like, swipe that he said, car. He said, I swiped. I got the whatever. Like, you got, I got, you got put on to the daytime. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, I'm yeah, like, yeah. how you do that? Because uh -huh. they didn't tell us. They didn't tell. Like, we didn't get like we, no intros. No. They, yeah, they, they, don't, they don't run that by y'all. It wasn't. They, they like walked the, us to our first class. That mm -hmm. was it. It wasn't like the normal because we were we were early, man. We graduated early, so we we're coming in early. Oh, you know, Josh right, Rosen yeah. came in early too in the spring, so it was like. It wasn't a big like, oh, these are like our new freshmen coming in. Let's like, right. da -da. it's like, you guys are here early. We got other things we're doing. Like, mm -hmm. we're going to show you this yeah. and then just fall in line. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll never forget, bro, like that, that first workout early. We woke up early, bro. Like, it was still dark. We out on the turf. Coach Alosi out there. I'm like, oh, my goodness. What did I get myself into out here? I'm just okay. like. What is what is Miles Jack doing? Okay, I'm following him. I'm behind him. <laughs> and whatever line he going, I'm doing that. And then, like, of course, since me and Nate were new, we had like to do certain 
lifts or like you know we we were together to do like an early card type situation but mm-hmm. yeah we, we i think we moved in on a sunday worked out monday mm-hmm. classes mm-hmm. and then tuesday was the first spring ball practice mm-hmm. and like like Boop. they said like we hit the ground running there was no like you know because usually you have a whole freshman class you get fresh introduction mm-hmm. and they you know they you they really get like for the first week the freshmen usually get like walk through like everything so mm-hmm. yeah I remember there's a picture, I think it's out of the first practice, it was like me, Nate, Josh Rosen, and Coach Mora mm-hmm. like talking. Yeah. They was making sure we're, mm-hmm. like we were doing okay. And we just like, you could tell like we were just like, everything is happening so <laughs> fast. Mm-hmm. Like Man. trying to learn this playbook that everybody already knows. I'll try to mm-hmm. figure out where my classes are, trying to, and like I said, me and Nate weren't eating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Malnourished. <laughs> so wait so this so you guys so you guys are there early so this is like you guys are just going through the motions on campus before the san bernardino stuff starts right Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah this is so yeah this is at ucla yeah so so what was spring spring quarter and then that's what we felt when the uh, when other freshmen came in we felt cool we felt like we we had dinner like we were vets because we knew Mm -hmm. everything so they asking me and nate Mm -hmm. All the questions. Mm-hmm. Me and Nate know how everything goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was before the turf actually got out there too. That was when the grass was out there. Yeah, oh, when it was well, the well, half, 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 half turf, half, half grass, turf, half grass. Yeah, mm-hmm. for the practice fields or San Bernardino. Yeah. No, 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 no. UCLA. UCLA. This is before before Wasserman. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. Wasserman. Yeah, no. I don't Wasserman. remember. There was I wasn't no there for all Wasserman that, so I don't know. <laughs> it was literally it was literally sheds like along. Yeah. So where. So where Wasserman is, there was some sheds, mm. equipment sheds. There was sheds still where there's sheds at now. Mm-hmm. And then okay, it yeah. was that that field closest to Polly was turf. And then mm-hmm. the field closer to the parking lot was grass. Like grass. Mm-hmm. Oh really? This is why, the why they do that? Um well one of the things is pretty smart is like if you're gonna play in a grass field, mm. you practice over there. If you're playing on turf, you can practice on the turf. So you kind of get a sense of both uh surfaces and like it was nice it was, honestly it was nice to have grass for certain things like we used to do some recovery runs uh you could run like yeah. barefoot on the grass barefoot. like certain things you could do on grass that you can't do on turf wait isn't the rose bowl grass yes, yes sir yes sir. i just realized mm-hmm. I just yeah realized so you think about they're practicing on turf and then you yeah. go to grass and the rose bowl grass is very different than that turf at Wasserman now boy I is just, it i don't know why i just barely realized that um how like how how is it different like in what ways Cause it kind of throws you out. Like, I mean, that should be, you guys would think you would do grass to give yourself like some sort of home field advantage field or whatever, just so you get familiar with it. But I don't, and like that Rose Bowl grass is different than like any other grass that I've ever played on really. Mm-hmm. Like, like I don't, it, they, that Rose Bowl grass hit a little different though. <laughs> like, yeah, it does. In a good way or a bad way? In a good, in a good way. In a good way. Yeah, they take care of it. And, um, I feel like we, fl- yeah. we fly around. Of course, that that turf at Wiseman is not forgiven. You know, no, so. sir. No, mm-hmm. sir. Tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, real, real quick, Nate. Another thing I saw was that Deion Sanders was your favorite athlete. That that was listed on your UCLA bio. If mm-hmm. Deion Sanders was coaching in the Pac-12 and you had an offer from Colorado, would that get you to Colorado over UCLA? Don't back then? Back then, yeah. Man, I want honestly, like looking back, I might have, but honestly, like Coach Meat was like an awesome dude. Like looking mm-hmm. back, he was an awesome dude, awesome recruiter. Like 
I felt so comfortable. My family felt so comfortable with me going there. Like, and I knew he was going to coach me up, man. He's uh, yeah. honestly one of my favorite coaches I've ever had. Cause I mean, <clears throat> like I wouldn't be where I am today without him, you know, in terms of um, instilling me with all the, he would call it FBI and uh, just, you know, Everything coming to UCLA, but looking back, that's a tough one, bro. I probably would have went to Colorado. Yeah. Would have been a buff. I probably would have <laughs> I, I, I saw that in the bio. I was like, I gotta ask him about that because I'm like, yeah. if, if Deion Sanders, I remember this fo- the photo of Jim Mora coming to your house and you're sitting on the couch with Jim Mora. Yeah, I think again yeah. another moment where I'm like, yeah, he's going to UCLA. But imagine if Deion Sanders is sitting on the couch with you in your house. Oh, like. boy. Oh, boy. We would have lost it. We would have lost it. We would have probably committed that day. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to think, like, what he would tell you guys. Like, I don't know. But then again, as a DB, I mean, it probably doesn't get any better than that. Oh, exactly. That's like that's yeah. like dream come true. Yeah. That's a dream come true. Learning from one of the best to ever do it. I mean, can't go wrong there, can you? But the, um, I can't. But yeah. people forget the hype of when me and Nate were going to UCLA. Like, think about it. UCLA finished what top top oh, ten, but maybe bro, even yeah. like higher for recruiting like, class. No, no, no. Like, oh, for they're coming off the yeah. Alamo. Like, they're finishing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to say not fourth. They were high though. Like, they were high. Like, yeah. Coach Moore had the hype. Like, mm-hmm. I'm it saying was. like everything. The trajectory of UCLA. Like at that time, Room Revolution. Like. We were on that wave. Yeah. It was it was Lokanium's yeah. class that ruined it because <laughs> that's we were tough. still good. That's and tough. then the next year is when we had the tough year. That was when Lokanium and Chris Bars and them came. So we're gonna blame them on that because uh, that's tough. tough. We were still rolling with my class and then <laughs> man, that's hilarious, bro. Honestly, bro, I'm so mad. Like I still think about it like we should have been so much better than we were, bro. So like, much talent. No- so much talent, bro, that was there. Like, it was like, how are we not better? How are we not winning more games? What, what do you like, think? Every year, wrong? though. Injuries. What do you think went wrong? Yeah, injuries. injuries. We've talked injuries about injuries before, yeah. For sure. Injuries, for sure, 100%. And I think just some games, like, offense would be on, and then some games, defense would be on, offense would be off. Like, we just would never, like, both be on one page. But when we was on one page, that's when we looked the part, and that's when we was rolling through people. But, like, mm-hmm. It was just some inconsistency and in injuries, bro. I think was just the knocker on us. I don't know. I don't know, man. Should every so yeah, every better. year, every, every year, year with some starters on either side of the ball that were out. So mm-hmm. every it's year, tough to, it's tough to win in college when you have injuries to your best players. Best, players. but talking about best players, mm-hmm. Nate, who was? I asked two questions to everybody that comes on. Mm-hmm. Who was the toughest matchup you had? like who you had to go against and then who was the best athlete you've ever been on the field, like either with or against. So like mine, I always say Christian McCaffrey was the toughest matchup or like player I had played against. And then I say miles Jack was like the best athlete I ever like was on the same field with. Mm -hmm. Mm. Like all, like all my career, college, UCLA, UCLA, UCLA. You can do UCLA, but if there's one that comes to mind for your entire career, you can feel free to say that too. Okay. Um, I would say the the most freakiest, like the best athlete, I would say is Miles Jack. I mean, the guy was a freak, man. Like going offense, defense, dominating both sides, bro. This, Josh probably said it. He used to guard Monty Johnson every practice, one on ones. He never did one on ones with us. 
One of ne- never did never did what I wants with the backers. He'd go out there and guard one of our best wide receivers, man, and, and clamping. You know, they would go at it all the time. It was like, what is this dude doing, bro? Like, this is freakish. Like, <laughs> like he's kick step, clamp, like catching the ball, one hand picks. Like, this is freakish, bro. Like, yeah, they're they're, they're he's one of he's yeah, Miles Jack for sure. Um, but I think the best player I ever played against or lined up against who gave me some work, man. <clears throat> mm. I think the best receiver I might have went against was I would say best player. I like the Kitchen McCaffrey overall. He mm-hmm. he was toting the rock crazy. Right. That was was like, that Heisman fit, year? Fit. Crazy work. Or no, or no, he Crazy. didn't win the Heisman, but he should have won the Heisman. A lot of people yeah. are saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy work though. Crazy work. Um but no, go ahead. Was go ahead. Uh, okay. Did you have yeah, did you have another answer to that? Or yeah, yeah. I was gonna say the best receiver I played against. Josh, do you know who who he should say? It sounds like you you know who he probably. Mm. I'm trying. To I mean, Essie It could be quarterback too. Like anybody, just anybody, anybody, oh, on anybody, the field. like a tight end, whoever, whoever you had to put hands on or whatever, cover mm. or anything like that. I think his name. He 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 played for Memphis. Oh, Andre like Miller. During, Andre Miller. Or Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think Anthony Miller during that time frame, oh, he went berserk against – he went berserk against us. Yeah, he went he berserk. Went so off the top, I think I think that, but I, I have to really sit back and, like, think about it. Because it can I, even – it could even else. be a teammate. It could even be a te- – because I know some people that were saying Kyle Phillips. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Kyle Phillips? Ooh, Did you ever go hey. against Kyle Phillips? Oh, I guess you guys probably cross the first practice a little bit. We seen I didn't have to go against him yet, but he oh, okay. somebody crazy. I was like, just from the from the jump. Dude? Kyle Phillips was always Kyle a dog, man, huh? Fast, mm-hmm. crazy change of direction. Like there was like it was no yeah, telling what he was gonna do. Oh my goodness, that boy has some sauce on him. I was like, who is this? I like him, so I I, I like that. I think I remember Josh saying that. Kyle, did, didn't you say Kyle Phillips is like the biggest trash talker? He's one of. He people don't know that. Mm-hmm. Kyle go mm-hmm. talk. Silent. Kyle, silent. Kyle. Silent assassin. Hey everybody, just wanted to take a quick break to remind you guys that the football season is right around the corner. And when you're headed out to the Rose Bowl, what better shirt to wear than a Believe in UCLA football podcast shirt? By doing that, you're going out, you're going to the game, you're supporting your team. And you're supporting your favorite podcast at the same time. Some of the proceeds go back to the podcast and help support the content and the different things that we have planned going forward. So what better way to, again, support your team and your favorite podcast than by picking up the shirts? Now, where can you find these shirts? They're available at the Believe Network store. And we made it very easy for you. Scroll down on this podcast. Check out the description. I got two links there for you for two different shirts. Make sure you check them out. Find the one that's right for you. And hopefully I see you wearing them out at the game. I'd love to see you wear them. I had to go back <laughs> in my film, my Rolodex. Yeah. Man. The best player I played against in college was probably C.D. Lamb. Oh, yeah. 
2018, I think he had like one, almost 150 on us, I think, in 2018 at Oklahoma. Yeah. That was like his coming out game. Oh, my goodness. He, he, bro, he caught a ball that was, do you remember that? I don't know if you remember that. It it didn't even count. It didn't even count, but it was just like, I didn't even count. Whoa. Oh, my God. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah, that I would say that was damn near his breakout game because he went, oh my goodness, berserk on us. Him and Kyler Murray, and him Kyler yeah, Murray. Right. Oh my gosh, Kyler, I forgot yeah. Kyler Murray too. Oh man, yeah, I would say <laughs> three. It, didn't they have uh, they had Mark? They had like Brown another. Too. Yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, Hollywood yeah, yeah. Brown. Yeah, I don't, I'm assuming. Yeah, it would have been the same year. Yeah, I would say that trio right there. That trio. I'll do it. That yeah. trio. Mm-hmm. There's no uh, no, you're good. There's no there's no real breaks with that. If you like you have one of those two guys every play, mm-hmm. that's yeah, tough. there's no break. No. There's no. that stuff. The other question that we always ask, who are the top five funniest guys in the locker room when you're at UCLA? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, this is easy. <laughs> okay. It's easy. Jalil, Jalil Wadu. Okay. Yep. Funny. Denzel Fisher. Okay. Yep. Octavia Spencer. Okay. For sure. Kenny Lacey. Ooh, that's Ken a new Lace. name. Sleeper. Okay. I like it. Jokes. Sleeper. Jokes. Yeah, jokes. Jokes. That's four. Mm. Now that fifth one. There's a few. There's a few. <laughs> there's a few there's a... I'm trying to think. Of there's a name that one, everybody bro. always says. I'm. I'm assuming. Yeah, there's some crossover. I'd imagine. So you probably know who mm-hmm. it is. Um, yeah, at least two years. Okay, yeah. Hmm. L.A. High. Is that where he went? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Martin. Martin, Martin Andrews. Big Martin. Big Martin. Yeah. Big money. Big head. Fat belly. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Martin's hilarious. <laughs> Talk about Martin. No, Martin is hilarious, too. That's true. I did get two years. Yeah. That's why I, yeah. Nate, I don't mm-hmm. remember. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Was I there, Josh? Was I there <clears throat> when when Nate was there? No, or did I miss Nate? Because you came, you came my, for your uh, last my, year, my fifth year. Yeah, okay. when I was playing because I, was I yeah. Nate's Nate's fourth okay. year. That's when I was hurt. So I yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Because I was like, why? Well, I, I don't ever remember 20, Nate being there. Okay, twenty nineteen, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Twenty nineteen was my first year covering. Um. Going all the way back to Sanji, real quick, your former head coach or your head, your high school head coach, Ron Geringer, is a former UCLA yeah. guy himself. Did mm-hmm. he again? This is another reason why you probably thought you're going to UCLA. Did he have any influence or impact, or was he kind of like filling you in on any tradition or anything for for UCLA in your decision? Mm, no, nah, he was never like he was always down for whatever I wanted to do. You know, he never okay. like was like, oh, like you should go to UCLA. Of course, like staying home and staying close to home, so you know he could come up there watch me play that kind of stuff. But mm, I mean, he always talked about how he went to UCLA and stuff like that. You know, his alum. But nah, he 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 mm-hmm. wasn't too much of a you know, okay. in the decision making for me. Nah, for going to UCLA. Nah, but it was a connection though. It was a good yeah. connection. Because I've always yeah. wanted to ask him, and I think I've talked to him a few times, and I think I always make sure to to mention you for sure. Because every time I see him, like I connect the both of you guys, like like just hand in hand. Yeah, um, no, he's a, he's awesome, man. One of my favorite, probably top two. Him and Coach mm-hmm. Me, probably my favorite coaches I've ever had. Dude. Tell me about the tell me about the San Bernardino days because I'm like 
like camp pro- did camp yeah, did, did it benefit you being a San Bernardino guy are, are mm. the folks bringing you some food? Like, what? what is the situation? What kind of... There had to have been some advantage, at least for you going to San Bernardino, because it did not sound like a great time for a lot of people when it came to San Bernardino. Man, <laughs> honestly, like, I mean, even though I grew up there, like, like hot is hot, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> You didn't want to be out there hot either, is, <laughs> Hot is hot, bro. But, of course, I think the biggest advantage was just people was able to come to my practice. Um mm. You know, I, people was bringing me food. Yeah, people was bringing me food. You know, hometown people was bringing me food. Like, so I actually enjoy coming back to San Bernardino just just for those two reasons. You know, mm-hmm. my family and then people pulling up on me and stuff like that. So <laughs> it was uh, it was <laughs> great like, for me. I know everybody hated it. You know what I'm saying? But it was like <laughs> we just got to get out there and get it done. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a few perks for the IU guys. Like yes, yes we're used yes. to the weather, and yeah, and our family could come to every practice if they want to. Like exactly, I, I could imagine like if you're from out of state or you just only from LA, like how much that must suck. And mm-hmm. don't like don't get me wrong, the schedule the schedule might be what makes it suck the most. Anyways, <laughs> oh my goodness, like all the two days, all the meetings, like you just tired and it's like ongoing, like always something. But, like, just being in the IE, like, we're so used to it where it was, like, the IE guys, like, we felt like we were at home. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it it was, like, it wasn't, like, like he said, it was just the schedule was from dawn to dusk. Like, not even dusk, man, past (laughs) dusk. Nine, eight or nine o'clock. You like, man, Damn. I gotta go tomorrow at five o'clock and do the same thing over again. It it just flies, you know, time just flies by during camp, bro. It's like mm-hmm. you're just doing the same thing every day. <laughs> um, one thing I was curious about and would love to kind of learn more about is um it seems like you've been on the practice squad for a few teams and and you've had a journey in the NFL. You've probably mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, been through every situation there there has been being yeah. released, you know, signing like midway during the season. Uh just yeah. tell me about what what the NFL process was for you and and what you've kind of learned along the way. Man, bro, I was on I was just I've just been on so many teams and like mm-hmm. <laughs> I lost track after the Vikings. I was like, I'm like, oh, they sign on the Vikings right. anymore? I was like, what? It's it's really like honestly, my like my opinion on it, like, like reaching it and being there was awesome. Like, I, I, it's the best thing, you know, growing up, that's what you wanted to do. You wanted to make it to the NFL and, and, you know, I was able to do that, but honestly, I still feel like I didn't reach my full potential in the league, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's, you know, sometimes it may have been on me, but a lot of the times it's on things outside of my control. Like Mm -hmm. you have to have, I've realized you have to have, a lot of favor and a lot of people on your side when you're in these buildings. Cause even mm-hmm. if you are, you may mm-hmm. be better. You may be better. You may not be, you may be on your P's and Q's. You may be smarter, but at the end of the day, like the guys in the front office, they're going to keep the guys they want to keep regardless of what's going mm-hmm. on. Right. So, and I think everywhere I've been like, <clears throat> whether I was on P squad, like I would be making plays doing this, doing that. And like, people in the room where people would like, you know, they respect it, you know what I'm saying? But they just, I don't think they would understand just being in a position where like you're doing what you need to do and you're not getting the fruits off of that. You know what Mm, I'm saying? So it's very stressful, man. But honestly, it's like, you got to be grateful for even being in the building at the same time. But 
I still feel like, you know, I haven't hit the ceiling on that, man. So I'm hoping, you know, I get another opportunity because I still feel like, man, I don't feel like there's however many DBs that's in the league. right? I don't feel like everybody is Preach. better than me. You know what I'm saying? Like, go. Josh, I'm sure he feels the same way. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's been plenty of people, man, but who would say this, but then there's some people who are actually like, you know, like guys that do stuff, make plays, smart, you know, physical. And that just it just doesn't go through for him, man. So um, it's definitely been an interesting process. Like it's been, man, highs, lows, depressed, happy. Like it's it's crazy, bro, because it's like <clears throat> just continuous. It's like a it's I don't know business. what to call it, bro. It's, it's a, a business, business, bro. It's not like, it's not the game you grew it, up playing. It's a no, business at that bro, point. Like when people the NFL say is not the best. It's not. I feel like not all the best players are in the NFL. Like, no. No, 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 no. It, it, no, no. Things, a lot of things are like they saying is like the politics and the politics. A mm. lot of other things factor in. So when people, when fans that don't understand why, you know, guys aren't, why they're not in the NFL or why they're not playing anymore at all, like a lot of the time it's not talent. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of guys not playing anymore that I know that are some of the like some of the best athletes are better than people that are playing. But mm-hmm. it's just a lot of the other things that, you know, factor in. And um, yeah. Nate, that's one of the things I want to ask you, like, how have you been able to stay um, solid mentally? Because, I mean, mm-hmm. me being up here, like, I, I, I see it and I understand this, the business of it, you know, and like seeing mm-hmm. it was messed up last, like, uh, we kind of had like a mini bye week, just the way our games were set up. We played on a Thursday and then now we play on uh, this Monday coming up. And like we had a few days off, dudes in there working out midway through his workout gets called by the coach. Like, are you in the building? Like, yeah, I'm working out. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we have to we have to let you go because we're bringing in another American running back. An American. Damn, that's crazy. So, that's yeah, we have to deal with the ratio. That's what I'm saying. We have that to hurts. do with up here. We the have to ratio, do a ratio yeah. and things like that. And the dude was already here, so they already knew that the other guy was like it wasn't like you know what I'm saying. So like business is just like that's just how business is. So like how how, yeah how have you stayed mentally solid? Like whenever I've like we've chopped it up and talked you know through your journey like from UCLA and during UCLA to now, like you've always been such a a chill, calm, calm, cool, and collected guy. And it's mm-hmm. like, how are you able to to stay in that mind state? Man, bro, I'm not going to lie. Like, it, it, it's probably it's been the t- one of the toughest things I've dealt with, you know, going up and down. But I think just, you know, me being the way I am and like you said, just being kind of just super just like chill, bro. It's just <clears throat> I think that's helped me a lot because it's like at the end of the day, like. You're here, you know, when I was on Peace Squad, it's like, you're here, you're making some money. Yeah, it's good. You're doing, you know, you're being able to take care of your family and stuff like that. But at the same time, I'm going in there every week, like, I got to go into this press box or I got to be on the sideline and watch somebody I know I'm better than and I know hasn't prepared as much as me. Mm -hmm. Like, I have to go out there and watch him do what I want to do. Like, it's like, Mm -hmm. it's the biggest, like, mind just, Mm -hmm. I don't want to say the bad word, but it's like, it's just... So I would say, bro, like <clears throat> there's been times where like I was down, bro, like especially after getting cut, like a lot of times it's like, bro, like I've been doing what I'm supposed to do. What did I do wrong? 
they tell you like, oh man, you know, we're just, it's just numbers or blah, blah, blah. blah. We got to make moves here. Like, I don't want to hear that, bro. Like, Mm -hmm. I think, I think the biggest change for me was when I went to New York Giants, bro. Um, Coach Wink, the DC there, the realest coach I've seen in person in the league by far, right? Because he would, he wouldn't sugarcoat anything, right? Like during training camp, after like a couple of days of practices, he would bring the defense in, write everybody's number on the board, and he would go through everybody. Like, okay, this is what you're doing. He's playing better than you. So we're like, oh, damn, you need to step your game up. Like, like damn. serious, bro. Like to your face, like what you need to do to get better. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, I've never seen this. And this was last summer. I'm like, wow, I've never seen a coach like in your face in front of everybody. Like, he's playing better than you. You need to pick it up. Like, you know, a lot of that happens upstairs where it's like Mm -hmm. with people who you probably will never see, but I think it's just, yeah, bro, to get back to the point, it's just, it's tough, bro. It really is. Especially when you're a bottom of the roster guy, bro, it's definitely mentally taxing. Um, So I think that's why, you know, playing in the XFL this year, bro, was like, honestly, the best thing that ever happened to me. Like, finding that passion and love and actually preparing every week to play. Like it was like, Mm. I haven't felt like that, bro, since I was at UCLA, to be honest, like getting ready to play every week. Like I loved it. Like I play, I, like I said, I'm, I plan on going back, bro. Cause like, it's just the opportunity to play and actually just, you know, I'm 26, bro. Like, it's not like I'm old, but it's like, you know, mm-hmm. the time is like uh, yeah. that yeah. window. We only, yeah. we only get we only yeah. get one body, one window opportunity yeah. to, to do what we love, and yeah, yeah you, it it's like why do we love this game so much, and like why <laughs> do we why do we press up students and keep chasing this? Because it's like yeah, you do see like you do see guys like chase it till they really can't no more. Guys is you know mid mm-hmm. you know early to mid thirties, mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. dang, like when are they gonna? But it's like we love this game too much. Like it's such a, you know, big part of our lives. It's like, yeah, it's 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 crazy, bro. Like, I think the dynamic with people is like, yeah, you want to you want to play football, but you need to do something else. Like, it's Mm -hmm. hard to do that, especially when you're in like. I'm just thinking back to when we were in school, bro, like everybody planned on going to the league. Right. It's like, yeah this is what I want to do. I have a passion for this. Like, this is what I want to do. It's mm-hmm. hard to be like, okay, I have a passion for this, but I also want to do this at the same time, especially when you're like one of those players that are actually, you know, playing on the field every day. And you can see it every mm-hmm. week stacking like, okay, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. It's like, it's hard to tell, even though this is of course preference, you know, to, to, to have passions outside of football, but it's hard to tell people like, oh, you need to have a passion for something else too. Like, mm-hmm. like man, we've been doing this all our life. Like, this is what we love to do. Like, and and like, what people don't understand is the demand put on, like, when you're actually playing, like when you are a guy that is relied upon um, by not only the team but like the coaches and like. Just the extra stuff. I always talk about it like once you get to a certain point, the demand that is on you, like you can't have an off day. You have to be a leader all the time. You have media obligations. Like I tell you, James, like there's situations Mm -hmm. where it's like, man, like, bro, I've had this long day. I had to do extra meetings. I had Mm -hmm. to, you know, teach a young guy this, that. I had to be on the field early. And now 
uh, I only have a short window of time before I right. have, you know, I have to eat class, do all these things yeah. in class, mm -hmm. but it's like, oh, Josh, you got media right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or like having these late afternoon meetings and things like they just like all that stuff adds up to where like, even if you wanted to pursue other things, like you can't like, mm -hmm. it's not like when you, when you are one of the guys playing, like the demand on you, it's not like when you are one of the, say you're a, a young walk-on or even like the older walk-ons that where they know that right. the coach won't care if they are, if they have to miss meetings because they have uh, an internship or an interview or they're going to a job fair, like all these mm -hmm. other things where it's like, we didn't like, I only had the opportunity kind of to do things I was interested in um, because of my injury, because I had to have mm -hmm. that fifth year. So then I, I mm -hmm. had like this, you know, I didn't have class and I had this extra time and I, you know, discovered I wanted to like, I liked film and, you know, movie and TV show producing and these things. But like, if I never got hurt, I would have never had the opportunity to even think or dive into that. Mm -hmm. And everything else was built to go to the NFL. Like, yeah, that's just the time, like, you don't have time to do these other things. So like people can't, it's hard when people try to tell you like, you need to, yeah, you need to pursue or you need to have a backup plan. And it's like, I don't have time for a plan B because plan A <laughs> is all I have time for. Like, right. Yeah. That's all you're pouring into is plan yeah. A. You don't, yeah. there is no plan B for most people. But I'm, yeah. but I'm, and a lot of it is like, there's no time for a plan B. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. We, yeah. the demand on this is too high where you can't, you, we don't have time to internship. We don't have time to be doing mm -hmm. all these events that guys that, are on the team, but you could tell their priority is not football or tell like mm -hmm. they're not a, a, a leader or a starter or, you know, mm -hmm. like all these things where coaches are expecting you to show up for all these extra events or do all these extra things. And, you know, you know, to be at a workout and be a hundred percent rather than, you know, be a guy on the side that's kind of tired. It's like, we're expected to talk and be vocal versus then mm -hmm. we just can't get through the workout and be a guy on the side, you know? So it's like, exactly. Mm -hmm everything is forced to be in that and like that's i mean it's what we love and it's like what we're doing now and still pushing towards that so i guess it worked out for us in that in in those regards but for some guys it didn't work out or it doesn't work out and yeah, now they're right. falling back on nothing because it's a hard transition yeah that it really well, is that's a, man that's the thing i was going to ask you nate what do you have when when you're done and you know how that you've been through the journey, you're still going through it. But when when it's time to turn your focus elsewhere or maybe you're already in the process of it. But do you have what's next for you kind of figured out or do you mm. know kind of what's next for you when you decide to hang them up? Yeah, man, I think like ultimately, I think coaching, you know, is something I want to get into. Um, I think I've always had a passion for it, man. Um, and I'm very like. I love film. I love knowing what everybody is doing. It makes the game so much easier. So I feel like it's something that can easily translate to me being a coach. Um, but yeah, man, it's like, I think coaching ultimately, but like right now, you know, I'm doing the events with the organization I'm a part of. Um, and I'm trying, I got into, I'm doing actually right now, I'm doing like my personal training stuff right now. I'm getting my, um, okay. my, uh, NASM, my nasal, whatever you call it. Um, mm. So like there's there's a couple of things, a couple of avenues I want to get into, man. But <clears throat> like right now, I think it's a weird place for me right now because it's like right now, like I'm like 
waiting for the opportunity still for the league. But at the same mm-hmm. time, it's like I still have to do things to take care of my obligations in terms of like bills or, you know, normal life mm-hmm. stuff. So, yeah, man, I think like especially now, man, like the last year or so, I've definitely have done a lot in terms of like really sitting down, figuring out, OK, what am I going to what's the plan and what am I going to do once this is all said and done? So I do have another question about um, NFL, but I'll ask that later or after. One thing I wanted to make sure we did, and part of the reason why we want to try and get you on is we know you were um, doing your part with the a Juneteenth event, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you yes, mind sir. just telling us a little bit about that and how that went? And um, is there going to be another one in the in the future that you know folks can be aware of if they're in the San Bernardino area for next year? Yeah, man, no, we'll definitely have another one next year. This was our third one. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, my current girlfriend, she uh, she had the first one in 2020. That was th- right after, like, George Floyd and the COVID. Oh, wow. She wanted to have an event in San Bernardino that, you know, brought togetherness and also networking together. And it was, you know, it was a success her first year. She didn't do it the next year. And then we weren't together for her the first time she did it, but mm-hmm. – um, we were the second time. So that was, we did it in San Diego, which was cool. And then this past year we did it in um, San Bernardino. So I think this was by far my favorite year. Cause I was able to do it of course in my hometown. Um, but pretty much, man, we're called empowerment for us. Um, it's basically just, we're, we're turning it into, we're going to turn it into like a nonprofit. Um, it's just based on just networking, man. We want to bring people together, especially in minority groups, you know, kind of just you know working on bringing the the keeping the dollar within man i think that's like something that's huge especially for a, a city like san Bernardino, you know because we pretty much just brought vendors you know small black businesses small minority businesses together brought a bunch of people there to you know come check their stuff out and just network man have a good time we had dj we had um, kids on petting zoo jumpers game trucks all types of food all types of um vendors so it was performers everything bro so it was awesome bro just to you know um go to the 66er stadium and have mm-hmm. an event like that you know and um it's definitely something we're we're focusing more on now we were just doing one event a year but now we kind of want to have at least one a month so mm-hmm. um we're hoping for July, but you know, August was definitely be the next time we have something. So yeah, bro, it's just basically just us focusing on empowering each other, man. Just, you know, supporting small businesses and, and really just networking. I think networking is like, I mean, it's always about who, you know, man, it don't matter what you do. If you know somebody here and they could get you in there, they could get you in there, man. So I think, just it's just my biggest focus is just empowerment and and networking you know so yeah and this this event was a success so we actually got an award man i'm gonna post about it um we got a proclamation award from the city of san Bernardino for the juneteenth event we just had man so it was awesome bro that kind of accomplishment man it was like it felt different than like accolades i've gotten in sports and stuff like that man because it's like of course you know playing it's like i expect these things but when you're outside of football and doing stuff that you know you feel is important and it's recognized it's like dang like okay like this is really something we could you know take advantage of and and really use it as a stepping stone to propel ourselves forward so 
Yeah, man, I'm excited about it. I mean, our, our three people, oh, I do want to mention them, uh, Micah Bayham and Bree Jones, um, them two as well. They're, they're the, we're the trio that run it. So, um, yeah, man, it's, it's awesome, bro. I'm, I'm excited for what's next for it. Now I feel bad. No, like I, I missed out on a good event. <laughs> <laughs> and then I know he's Nate has hit me in the past two years. And it's like, uh, yeah, like I'm, yeah, I'm in so season, like Juneteenth. Yeah. I'm always, I'm always up here. So I miss it. But yeah, yeah now, uh, once you know they keep going by the time I'm back home, I definitely want to um get involved and and help you and show up when I can. So definitely yeah, let me know and then yeah, we'll definitely promote it on the, the pod, get you back mm-hmm. on and do all those things. Um uh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's cool, bro. We'll definitely yeah. Once you're out of season, bro, we'll work something out. Yes, sir. I, I like that. I like that. Um, is there is there any chance maybe the both of y'all can get a camp or something going? Honestly, I would be down for that, bro. Ooh. I'm not gonna lie. I was um I was thinking about having my first one this year, but it was kinda like my high school, they had just switched coaches. Um mm-hmm. which is you know, of course, because <clears throat> I'm he's actually a- have more of a relationship with Chris Chaddick. Um Okay, yeah, he's a UCLA fan yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was mm-hmm. uh so he, he hit me about it, but I kinda felt it was like too late, too rushed. I didn't want to rush it, mm-hmm. man. So um well, we 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 are doing like a we I didn't announce it or nothing yet. We are doing like a little just small like clinic with I'm going up there to talk to the team and you know work them out for like a couple of days um, to replace that because he really wanted to mm-hmm. do the camp. But um, we would save it for next year. But to the question, I'm ready. I'm with it, man. I think that's definitely something we can do. Um, honestly, a little IE Bruins, a little, a little IE Bruins, Bruins situation. Camp, mm-hmm. I like that. Yes. That'd be yeah. We yeah, we need to definitely figure like something that. out. Do like something that. for the do something for the for the empire. I wonder where and we would do it though. Where would where would you where would we want to do it? That's you know, the, Upland, that's you, know uh, you know, I know Upland would be down. Here, here. I know Upland High School would be down. <laughs> would they be <laughs> there? Would they do it? For the show. Oh, for sure. For the show. Yeah. There, yeah. I mean Come on, man, that's Charles Woods. If we do it in Fon- we could do it uh Fontana at the um the Turfields Park. Uh yeah, we could. That's There's, I like that. We got options. I like that. I like we got that. options. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, Nate is one of the I would say uh closest we are the most similar as especially when it comes to like football IQ school, like mm-hmm. all that. I feel like me and Nate are two of the most similar guys. Like whenever I see Nate, he's always like watching film breaking stuff down and like mm-hmm. not everybody has has that in them. You know, no. some guys are really just doers or like athletes mm-hmm. like that can just like that but like mm-hmm. being students of the game and like so to hear that you coaching is something you want to do mm-hmm. you know down the line you know you want we end on the same staff yeah. or something uh, you never there you know go. yeah no nah, yeah exactly bro we we definitely wanted the same man especially when it came to school too like we we, we were still you know of course we were athletes man but we we was on our school man we got the directors on a roll prove it Directors mm-hmm. out yeah. of the road. There I go. saw a couple on rolls for Nate. I wasn't surprised to see that. Yeah. 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 We got it, man. So yeah, no, that's I'm definitely down to do something like that, man. So we we could definitely chop that up. And um, speaking of of coaching, I know you you mentioned your brother to me uh, earlier when we were talking on Twitter, but I think I wasn't I even at one of his games, or maybe that was yeah. Your, was that yeah. your little brother Another at Orange Vista, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Or is is that kind of your first coaching opportunity? You get to maybe work with him and and take him out a little yeah. bit. Well, like my little brothers, man, all of them. I mean, 
they're 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 gonna be some dogs, man. Like okay. the oldest one that plays for San Jacinto, you know, he had that ACL. San Jacinto, um, that's what it was. That's mm-hmm. right. He had that ACL injury in the was it the state game? I think it was the state game. Yeah, he had yeah. got a pick. He was mm-hmm. taking it to the house. He just planted wrong, and boom, fell to the ground. ACL, right? Damn. But he he's like he's already like. From his surgery, man, to like he's already taller than me. Like I think he's gonna be a freak. Like okay, what what year man, is he? He's gonna be a junior this year, so okay, he's not so gonna play. He's probably time. not gonna play this year. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. not gonna play this year, bro. But like we're really working right now, and mm-hmm. I think given this year, like he's gonna be like you're gonna see him next year. Like who is this okay. guy? People are gonna be like who is this guy? Like I, I already know about him. I'm, already, I'm waiting. For, I'm, yeah, waiting. Yeah. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. Yeah, man. So he's he's definitely the next one up. But then my two younger ones, I think they're gonna be because they already started, bro. They're probably gonna mm-hmm. be even better, bro. So those are definitely, you know, of course, my biggest opportunity to to instill everything I've learned and, and put it into them. And I think it will, you know, everybody will see that coming soon. So. Good deal. And so, again, just uh, a follow up question, um, just going back to what we're talking about as far as, you know, we talked about networking, uh, staying in the league, the different situations. How do you find yourself um, continuing to get these opportunities with with all these different teams? Because usually you see people with one or two team and then they kind of flame out. But mm-hmm. for I mean, I, I was when I was looking at <laughs> stuff about you, you, I learned you were on a whole team. I didn't never knew I, what, you were on the Browns or something. When uh so I think you're on like more, the Browns or the Titans or you're on some team yeah, I didn't I even know you were Titans, on. Bro. Yeah, the Titans, the I think that's what last, I'm like. When was he in the end of last season, bro? Like the last few weeks I was in with the Titans. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't on it was the first time that was probably the hardest part of my, my time in the league was the first time I actually wasn't on a team at all after a camp. Because usually mm-hmm. I get cut P squad a whole year, right? But this past year, like was the first time like I didn't have nothing for like from September until like October, I was like, damn, bro. Like, is it time? Like I was like yeah. going through it. Like, what am I going to do? Blah, blah, blah. So really though, it's my agent, my agent, Josh Arnold, like he's gotten me plenty of opportunities, man. I think it's just like, I think teams see the potential there, man. It's just like, sometimes it just doesn't work out, bro. It'd be like, you get there, like things are good, and then all of a sudden something switches. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it, bro. But <clears throat> yeah, bro. A shout out my agent, man, Josh Josh Arnold, <laughs> Synergy Sports. He he keeps blessing me, man, and he and he's been with me, rocking with me, bro, through it all. So I, I got to give it all to him. Not only my, of course, my film or my play, but I think just his um, expertise and being able to, and his relationships and being able to, you know, still give me opportunities to 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 get to where we both feel like I should be. So yeah. Synergy Sports. Shout out to you, Josh. Arnold, Good not deal. just Woodsy. <laughs> Josh, you have uh, anything else for Nate before we kinda wrap things up? I mean, I could go with a funny question. I could just not even funny question. Go ahead. Sure. Nate, 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 is, you like, man. Nate is a big one thing about Nate, he gonna eat his sweets. Oh, that's oh, true. you got a sweet too. You know, okay. it's funny, bro. I'm actually on the 30 day oh, sugar cleanse right yeah. now for the first not time. a sugar cleanse, <laughs> sugar, no, no that, sugar, bro. No, that is, bro. And it's impressive because, bro, like he said, the sweets, bro, it's my weakness, it's my biggest weakness, easily. 
no what question you, about it. They gonna they gonna get him some candy. And they gonna have him some <laughs> ice cream. When, like and they used to go to the dining halls, like just to make this. Like I don't even know what it, wasn't it. It was like ice cream. Yeah. With I don't know if you put like what cookies and milk. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 It, it's it's exotic, bro. Not, not too many people know about that, man. But okay. Like I would get, I would get the shake from the Nev all the time. I would put the ice cream with the cookies, you know, ice cream over a warm brownie, mint chip. Mm-hmm. I, I love mint chip mm-hmm. ice cream. I'm a big cake guy. Like, I don't really like like sour like Skittles and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I'm more of like a chocolatey cookie type of guy. But sweets, bro, it's. I mean, you ask anybody who really knows me, it's it's easily my downfall. <laughs> top, <laughs> it's top it's, dessert. Top dessert. Or dessert place when you're at UCLA? Mm. Mm. Either the shake from Denev or Cafe 19. The um the warm brownie they had with the, the, uh, Ma- the Monte, the Monte Bianco. Bianco. Monte Bianco. Yes, there you go, Josh. Okay. That I haven't heard of either one of these day, places. That thing was fire. <laughs> like that's that is one of the things I definitely miss. Like when you move off, you don't uh, get swipes and stuff. So I used oh, to try you to find find a freshman or somebody around that swipe me or send me extra swipes like it was a so they heat up a brownie mm-hmm. and then you get to choose what kind of gelato mm. you put on it so it's a it's a hot like a hot brownie not just a warm brownie hot, a hot brownie hot throw that gelato on there and then they <laughs> that you they get you get the uh you can get the chocolate sauce on you can get mm-hmm. different little a few Whatever little types like Ooh. damn I'm gonna have to check Buzz this place down. out. Buzz down. Okay, you gotta try it out. Bye. So, so what about this DD uh, Reese? I keep I I went once or twice, and they they keep saying Diddy that's Reese? a popular place. And, and but uh, no, see, I wasn't a big Diddy Reese guy, unfortunately, okay. bro. Like the cookies was just a little too hard for my sandwich making abilities with the ice cream. Personally, okay. I, would I went once, and on... they were they were pretty good, so I was impressed. I just don't oh, go out of my it? way because it's busy. It's busy down there, so I don't. So I'm trying to get in and out because I got to yeah, drive back yeah. to to the IE. So I'm just trying to get mm-hmm. out of Westwood as fast as I can whenever mm-hmm. I can. But the first like the first year when I was covering the team, I'm like, let me see what this DD Reese plays is all about. <laughs> and it was cool, but mm-hmm. I'm kind of I'm kind of I'm kind of shocked that you guys aren't like about it. Cause it's like uh, I don't know how you explain it. Not. It's it, what 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 Diddy Reese is to UCLA is kind of like in and out to mm, Cali, mm-hmm. like as mm-hmm. for a sense of you kind of have to get it because it's there because of what it means. Yeah, exactly. But like that doesn't mean they have the best. And it's like, okay, a that's lot true. of times right. the majority, honestly, majority, anytime I ever had Diddy Reese was when they would like, some would cater some Diddy Reese mm-hmm. or like big, one of the big variety packs, like to a UCLA event or something. Mm-hmm. Then I would get it. But like rarely, I probably went into Diddy Reese probably like once or twice ever yeah. wow no yeah it, it wasn't a, i wasn't a big fan it wasn't like i would rather go like to pizza kitchen go down the street to pizza kitchen go give me a butter cake fire <laughs> have you had butter cake oh, that's how i know you about the sweets oh, you just you know goodness. where it's all at oh bro absolutely i go down to the right aid across from the target go give me that mint chip thrifty's ice cream yeah yeah, bro, yeah. I, I was serious bro yeah it, it wasn't no, no Nate, sports, Nate, bro. Nate see me eat and be call me fat because I'm a <laughs> I eat, I can eat what like I'm gonna eat all the regular food but when it comes to sweets Nate got me beat. 
Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's something I can admit to. That's that's definitely something I can admit. Okay. Easily. So, so as we get ready to wrap things up, I gotta know what what um led to the decision to go sugar free here for for as long as you have. What went into that? Bro, what you call it a, a cleanse? A cleanse you call cleanse? It? Yeah, bro. Okay. Uh, I just want to see how my body reacts not eating sugar. I haven't really <laughs> like. <laughs> I hear like I've been seeing like. Um, I'm not big. I'm not on TikTok, but like I've been seeing like mm-hmm. videos from TikTok of like the um, results and advantages your body feels from not having any like added sugar. Um, and I haven't done that. I, I at least give me some sweet. At least I don't want to say every day, but every mm-hmm. other day I'm eating something <laughs> sweet. So I was like, man, let me see what I can do with this. It's been hard, bro. The first couple of days so far, like my again withdrawals and stuff. <laughs> They've what been, bro, addicted. No, seriously, withdrawals, bro. Like I'm, like I'm fiending, and my my mom, she had just made a cake. My oh, girl just mom. made a dessert. My girl just made a dessert. I'm like, what are y'all trying to do? They bring a donuts in the house. I'm like, that's oh, tough, man, because uh, they know they got a chance with it now. Hey, but I've been standing strong, bro. I've been standing strong. So that's all that's you it, Joe. Do. Just I just want to see how my body reacts. I just want to see what it does. See see how it adjusts. Okay. Okay. Um, well, Nate, thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it. And uh, look forward to having you on sometime in the very near future. Josh, go ahead. Anything? Yeah. Thanks, brother. You know, I'm, you know, I'm super proud of you and the journey. We've been, you know, day one, you know, and to now and just watching your grind and your growth and you just continue, you know, you know, I'm always rooting for you whenever I get to watch you mm-hmm. play. I love watching Absolutely, my dog eat, bro. so. Um, so yeah, thanks bro. again for, for coming on the pod. And, uh, you know, when I'm back in I, we're going to tap in and figure some things out. Oh, of course, man. Yeah, bro. Thank you for that. And I just want to thank y'all for letting me on here, man. This is the Believe in UCLA football podcast presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.